Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Unfolded Hearts Talk, a production of Unfolded Hearts Ministries, a nonprofit organization of biblical counsel and spiritual formation, a ministry dedicated to equipping, encouraging, and teaching. You can find us on the web at www.unfoldedhearts.org. Well, good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. We're broadcasting out of Carolinas. It's a beautiful morning. And today we're going to be talking about GLOW, which is Go Love Our World. And today our special guest with us this morning is Maria, Maria Malgarejo. And she began with a simple mandate to do exactly that, to go and to love our world. And it sounds easy, right? But the glow idea began stirring in her heart a few years ago when she was on a mission trip as an interpreter. What was a simple outreach turned into a calling as she witnessed firsthand the poverty of a third world country. With her ability to speak the local language, she was able to understand more fully the needs of the community and the local resources that might be available. She came home with a burden to do something but how could she? She wanted to, I mean, how, she was thinking and pondering, how could she? She wanted to um, offer a hand up, but not a hand out. So she asked the Lord, what could I do that would empower others and yet still be sustainable? Um, and, then, and then the following year, she went again, and she found herself in a small town in northwest Honduras. It was, she was surprised to discover that there were resources available in the community that no one knew about. For whatever reason, organizations were not communicating with each other, and therefore the impact on the community was limited. So she asked herself, what would happen if I worked with local partners by simply connecting the dots between organizations and ministries? And before two weeks were over, Glow International was born. Well, good morning, Maria. It's so exciting to have you here with us today. Good morning. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yes. Well, I'm so excited to unpack your story. And I know there's, um, you know, I wanted to start the new year with really people thinking about uh, the Lord in their heart and what they can do to reach their communities or even even more far reaching um, into other nations, the community of other nations. So I know that this broadcast will be timely and all that you share we do ask that the anointing to be upon that. So tell us, because we all have, um, well, it feels like a simple life. I guess we do. We do the ordinary, and God does the extraordinary <laughs> life but, as we go. But um, tell us, because I know there's probably people listening who have either gone on a mission trip or are thinking about going on a mission trip this year, you know, their church or, or, or wherever they're hearing about other their friends going. But let's start, if we could, just briefly, um, and I, you know you're free to share how you want, but um, how you came to know the Lord yourself, just that starting point with your own um, testimony. Okay, well, as far as um, I was born in a Christian household, so from very young um, I had God in my life. Um, but like most teens, <laughs> you tend to get away from the Lord. And so I, I spent um, quite a few years pretty much in in my desert or my time away from the Lord. And um, I had a, a daughter young and then 
my husband and I moved to North Carolina in 2002, and when we moved, we just found a church, and just God started moving right back into my heart, and so I can't say I've I've ever been away from the Lord because I've always felt uh, the Spirit inside me, and I've always known um, that He's there and He walks with me. But I would say I was more of just not being obedient to the Lord. <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. then, um, in 2002, I started serving and getting back into into um, the church community and in my walk again with the Lord. Okay. And then tell us how this all transpired, how you had the desire to go on the first trip and just kind of unfold that for us or unpack it. Okay. So I had been working at a, a few church staffs and um, over the time I've done different types of mission trips, um, whether it be to Guatemala um or local missions and always had a passion for mission. My husband is from the Dominican Republic. So we definitely um, had been, or, you know, was very familiar with what third world country life is like. Um, So I always had a passion for, for that, for people in general and for the need. And then, um, so I had an opportunity through another organization to go and help with the translating of uh, and the construction of churches and clinics and stuff. And that's, you know, God had been tugging at my heart for a while. I, I would say I was, as far as my leadership roles at the church and staff, I, I've always kind of been more of the behind-the-scenes type of person. Um, mm-hmm. and, but God had just been really um, – talking and stirring in my heart the the I needed to do something more um and so I was able to to do something more by going out there into um Honduras and Costa Rica and just really because of the ability to be able to translate and speak the language get more closer with the people from there and really be able to hear more of what their needs were. And mm-hmm. it every trip just got to to where God was just speaking more and more clearly to me. But of course with with that comes the, you know, can I do this? How am I gonna do this? And um but God just Little by little, as as I was there, he spoke louder and louder to me through people. Um, just it w- was very clear that this is something that I needed to do. And um, the last trip that I made, I uh, was there, and after really making such good contacts with the locals is when um, I said, okay, God, if this is what you want for me to do, then you have to open the doors and I, I will be here and I will serve and I'll do what you want me to do, but I, I can't do this. I just I didn't feel like I was strong enough to do it on my own. So here we are mm-hmm. um, since April of 2016, and uh, GLOW is now official, 501c3, and and. It literally is because of God and the testimony of the people who've made it happen. 
Yeah. So, um, so you had this, like, would you say that it just started with like a compassion? The Lord was opening your eyes to, um, to that. I mean, did you know when he was putting that on your heart, really, um, you know, the outcome of what he would be asking you to do? Yeah, I, I've always, I, I feel like I'm like a very compassionate person. I love to serve. So those are things that I've always had in me. Um, and so I think that from that, it, he just birthed it to a, a different level of more of the, okay, well, you know, you love people and you want to help people, but how can we, how can you do this at a, at a larger scale? Mm-hmm. And then, um, so tell us about that, like, um, how GLOW functions and the workings behind that, how you're reaching at a larger scale. Okay, so um, initially when I went on my trip to Honduras, um, I got really close with the actual hotel um, folks, the owners of the hotel, and come to find out their family had quite an impact in the community as far as um, stores they owned. And they also have um, other organizations that help the community. And then as far as the church that we were going to help to help with the construction of, um, I got really close with the pastoral family there. And so after just, you know, I spent two weeks there and talking to them about their needs. And it really just hit me that um, here these people are with just this fire for God and this passion for what God put in their hearts to do, but yet they didn't have anyone in the States or locally that could really push that to the next level. And so Mm. after speaking with people in the community and after speaking with the pastor and his family and coming home and, you know, also sharing with people that were there with the team. Um, just, just to kind of give you an idea of how, how just amazing God works is, you know, every day I was there, God was really speaking to me about, okay, what's the next step. And, and, and I kept saying, God, well, if, if you want me to do this, I, I, I need you, you know, and every day mm-hmm. he gave me someone, a word from someone, um, and it wasn't anything huge, but on one particular day, I was sharing my heart with one of the ladies that was at the team there, and, you know, and I'm saying to her, you know, this is something I'm really passionate about, and God put this in my heart, but I just don't know how to do it, you know, I you know becoming a 501c3 is hard, and, I, you know, of course, my mind was complicating everything, just out of fear, I think. And then um, she's like, oh, you know, and no big deal here. I, You know, my husband's an accountant. My son is uh, an attorney. And when we get back to the States, um, we'll help you make this happen. And it was just like, just God <laughs> right there and then. I mean, I was bawling. Just, I just was like, God, you know, you just answered my prayer. And, and what what would have probably taken over a year just took a few months thanks to the people who've come beside me and, you know, have helped to make this happen. So we are yeah. mainly right. 
now just focused on um, on helping this particular community and church and so that they can help their community. Okay. Okay. So they reach out then um, and you help them and then they, it ripples out into their community. Correct. Correct. Okay. Well, um, that is so, I just want to go back before we move there. It's such a beautiful um, story and how the Lord just unpacked that. And um, not only did he know like the little seed in your heart and what he was birthing and growing, but just how um, the grace, how he put his grace right there among you, even before you knew it, you know? <laughs> and yeah. And, um, and you are able to, and I think this is an important part too, is to express your doubt and fears. And even in that, you know, where it feels weak and, you know, what about this part? The Lord yet still hasn't had an answer and a supply for it right there, you know? Uh, I just think that's beautiful. You know, I heard one time, um, sometimes I'll do um, outreaches within the community just to go and to minister to the people and to show the love of Christ to them. And um, somebody was sharing and saying um, that, you know, God's grace is all around us all the time. And if we just even... Um, and how he directs our steps and just talk to the person next to us, just like you do the person in the community, start talking and realizing um, either the connection or the grace that God has for that day with that person, you know? And um, so one time I was at the beach in Florida and I was just sharing on the beach and we were getting ready to go. I had about 20 more minutes. And I thought, Lord, who, okay, Lord, I have one more person. This lady just happened to cross my path. I mean, I was walking one way, she was walking the other. So I just stopped her because we crossed paths. And lo and behold, 20 minutes later, she was praying to receive the Lord. And I was just blown away um, how God works like that. So I'm just encouraging, I say that to encourage other people just to begin um, looking with their eyes and their heart and, um, you know, searching, searching matters out. Um, that are before them. Okay, so tell us how um, and what you're doing to help with the local church in Honduras. Okay, so um, we have a few different uh, things that we're focusing on. Um, One, of course, is helping the actual church, meaning the pastor and his family, and having them have some support here, um, some love from the communities here in the States. And so that's our first step. Um, The second is that we are helping with, like, they have student sponsorships for education. So um, we started this year in helping to provide uh, sponsors for those children. Uh, One of the next projects that we'll be working on is basically like a food kitchen so that the elderly and children of the community can have one really good meal, healthy meal per day. Um, Mm -hmm. We're trying to outreach within the community to find out more resources, local resources, that they can help each other out. Um, It was really interesting to me how this town is very small, and yet there is a lot of people that didn't know each other that have other organizations. It it seemed like everybody is very... um, private about their stuff and so I'd like to see um, GLOW come in here and unify more so that they're, if they, you know, they're all working 
for the community and for God. So like to get them all together and realize how can they help each other out within the community, uh, within the mm-hmm. local resources that they have. So, um, and then hygiene, uh, just really trying to help and support this small community who is just, I, I don't even have the words, they're just amazing. Being there is amazing. <laughs> you you mm-hmm. can't help but fall in love with them. So. Okay, and so tell us, because some listeners may know, okay, and I know that there's intercessors that listen to, and, um, you know, the Lord was actually just speaking to me right before um, the program began at just um, – you know, the unique place we are in history right now and just, um, um, and I didn't even really understand the timing of this program and inviting you to come, but just having the compassion to reach out beyond our nation and what that looks like and maybe even just seeking the Lord. So um, I just do feel the compassion of the Lord because he came for the world. So, um, and whatever that means and wherever people's, you know, mindset and heart set is, I know that the Lord um, came for all. So I'm not making that political. I'm just making the heart of the God is to reach out and to touch our communities. So, um, and help and whatever that would look like. So I, do, I feel his compassion um, in your heart and um, in the timing of this program at the beginning of the year, um, and, and, you know, when we have compassion, we can, it, it helps our mind to focus and, um, and where we need to be. That's all I want to say about that. But I want to say, um, or ask you, um, like where in Honduras is this? Oh, I was starting to say about the intercessors because, um, you know, I pray for North America, Central America and South America. The Lord has have me praying for the Americas for five years. So, um, so some people who may be listening, um, you know, may want to in their heart, they know that area in Honduras or Central America somewhere. So tell us if you can, the, um, where specifically that is in the name of the church. Okay. The name of the church is called Ministerio Nuevo Eden. Um, it is in a small town called El Eden. It's in uh, the district of Cortez, Honduras. It's probably about an hour and a half or so away from San Pedro Sula, which is the airport that you fly into for the most part um, into Honduras. Okay. Thank you. And so are you going back this year? Do you go every year? Or? I am. I'm actually heading back okay. in two weeks. <laughs> oh, I will be you. there now, in two weeks. Does your whole weeks, family yes. go? Or, okay. Does your whole family go or no? No. Um, currently, um, I've, my my family have gone on other mission trips, but this particular mission trips, um, I've, I've been going as a translator. I'm actually going for a, another um, nonprofit organization that's very close to my heart, and and because of them is why Glow is here. So, um, right, it, yeah, they uh, they really have opened the door, um, and and God has used them to allow me to be able to serve through them also with. They're what they're doing, and they're going to help another community there. And um, it's called Rio Lindo to build another church in the area. Oh, awesome! Very awesome. Well, God bless you. 
sounds exciting. Now, how can the people come alongside of you? Um, how can they best come alongside of you through GLOW? Like if someone wants to, they, they, have, they are so um, moved in their heart and want to reach the people. And, you know, um, some people sometimes, you know, when you say hygiene, they think, oh, and you're leaving in two weeks. Like, you know, they think, well, um, they want to maybe send something. But what is the best avenue and howing to come alongside of you to help with the pastor and his family or specifically a student if someone wants to educate and help another student or with the food um, or hygiene? How would they best do that? Well, um, we have a few different avenues. One is our webpage, which is um, glowinternational.org. On that page, we show all of our urgent causes and needs. Um, and so basically right now what we're, like as we go along, we just we have a list of projects that we're working on and just taking one at a time. Um, we already have, thank God, all of the sponsors for the children for 2017 because they'll actually be starting school within a week or so. Um, okay. But then as, as other children do come up and as needs come up, they are posted there. We're also on Facebook and on Instagram. So I, we're trying to constantly update and put the needs out there so that people uh, can see what, what it is. For me personally, um, I feel and this has been a huge thing for me on my heart is that glow is not about me but about the Lord and that everything that is done is a testimony of him. And so as as everything that when people can go on there and they look and they and the needs are out there, I I want to be able to say, you know, this God allowed this to happen, you know, and so mm-hmm. we're not we're not going full speed ahead, we're going God speed ahead. So whether that's slow or fast, we're just taking it um in his time so that the needs can be met. Yeah. Um and so I do see you standing as a bridge with our listeners um and they can take your hand as you go into Honduras just by um, by going to the website and seeing how the Holy Spirit um, would use them to deposit um, gratitude and compassion um, and to serve that community. So um, let me ask you, so within the year, um, tell me um, how the fruit that you've seen, and like even specific, so when you're saying the students, so – you know what I'm saying? Like, tell me specifically how the Lord has supplied, um, because I know what he uses is he uses <laughs> his people. So he's using the people mostly this side of um, the America, you know, in North America to reach Central America, um, you know, taking your hand in the community um, and reaching them. But just how you've seen fruit. And I know it's only been a year, but God is gracious like that, you know, especially. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> out of him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, for for me, I, I feel like God has shown fruit from day one. 
in the sense that, um, number one, that he allowed for me to be able to have this connection with, like, the pastor, his family, and, and the the people who, the like, hotel and the people, the owners there in the community. So I could feel like God's been so gracious and loving just from day one and allowing that to happen. And then also just, like, literally since um, GLOW has started, every every need that we have put out there god has just like whether it's been you know i'll be praying and saying god you know i have we have these three students that we really really and and then just god provides i mean he has literally provided every step of the way um and and it's truly what we wanted, which is being a, a testimony of that and being able to see like through another organ, another church that was there, a home was built for a, a family, um, being able to be a part, even though it's a small part of all of it, it's just huge because you get to see God's grace and love and, and what he's doing for the poor and the fatherless and the needy. Um, there is, you can't not but take just thankfulness from that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, um, and do you, like this year when you go, will you, and I know I don't know how close you're going to be um, because I know you're going with the other ministry to translate how close you'll be to the community um, there. Um, I actually will be with the community. I I will have an okay. opportunity to um to spend time with with the uh, community because we're going to be staying at the same place, um which is great because we get to be and also the other organization is still helping them as well. So it okay. it'll be it, it's great because this is a continuation of what both ministries now are able to continue and support and and actually see the follow through of what God has already done there and is going to continue to do there. Yeah. And so um do you like when you come back do you post new pictures or kind of like write about it either on Facebook or your website like give updates um Yes, I I try to constantly be giving updates as I hear or receive updates from Honduras of certain things or projects or the students. Um, Anytime I get an update, I try to make sure that I post it immediately up there because I really want people to see not only because GLOW is not just about the funds of people helping, but I want people to feel that partnership, that ownership of that they're these people are now part of them. It's, they're not just sending money. They're not just helping, you know, a poor community. I, the goal for me is that everyone who supports the ministry is really supporting a person, an individual, and that they can feel that impact, not just from Maria updating it on the website, but because they feel more closer and have a, a more in-depth relationship. Because I feel like so, so many times we just write a check, and and I that's not what I want. I want much more than that because I don't think you know God doesn't need us, and He does. We don't. He doesn't need the money. Um, and so this is much more than that. This is really about impacting 
people's lives and having a relationship so that they can see Jesus through through us and and through their relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. I I do think that I to- I totally agree with you, and um, I love that part of it. Your heart in it to um, do that, and may that be evident more and more. Like may the window of that be open more and more to you to know how to express that, so that people can see the fruit of what they're doing, and um, and God would be glorified. You know, um, yeah, I just pray that God would open that window for that more and more. Now, I want you to speak for just a minute. We just have about, um, you know, just like five or ten more minutes with us. Um, Just speak to people who are thinking of going on a mission trip themselves. What would you say, you know, but they're having some whatever those things are that the enemy likes to try to, you know, put doubt and fear or um how would you encourage someone who is thinking of going on a missions trip this year? I, I would encourage everyone to go on a mission trip, whether it is a local mission and just serving your community or it's an international, um, you know, just you, God will use you wherever you're at. Um, you yourself are a testimony of his love and his grace and his mercy and no matter how insignificant you think you are or how you may think that you don't have the tools or, like, for instance, um, we're going to build a church. and does, You don't have to be a huge builder in order to go. You just have to have passion and love and um, mostly love just to be able to like, – God provides and he gives you the rest. He gives you the rest of the tools that you need to be able to go – and and serve. So if you can just put yourself out there to be vulnerable to God's calling and to allow yourself to do what he wants you to do, God'll take care of the rest. Yes. Yes. Amen. That's good. Um okay. And so um I think I pray um for our listeners maybe that God would open doors for them. Um, and that they would know the doors that are being opened to them and how I'm going to have you pray again at the end, but just right now that, um, that the Lord would open doors for them to serve their communities and to go into wherever the places God's are calling them and showing them to go to. Um, can you just do that real quick? I know I'm going to have you pray at the end too, but just for that little sure. piece there. Sure. Father God, I I lift you every person that's hearing and listening, God, right now. Lord, may they, the Holy Spirit just really speak to them, Lord, about what it is that you want them to be doing, Lord, and, and how you want them to be serving you. Father God, may they find the strength and peace, Lord, to know that, that they that they can do it, Lord, that that you just need them to be with an open heart and with a loving heart, Father God, so that um, they can touch and impact other people's lives, Lord. As as we all know, Lord, we none of us are, are worthy, Lord, but through you, Father God, we, we can make many things possible, Lord, with your strength. So I encourage each and every person, Lord God, that may be listening right now is to Really be praying, Lord, where where you are calling them and what what that may look like for them in the future, Father God. Amen. 
Amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Um, yes. And I just encourage everyone to say yes, and that's including myself. Because <laughs> 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 yeah, that will happen when it, um, when you do that. And i just seen it's, um I have on my phone, um, because I am an intercessor, really, I, I have this on here because I intercede, but um, <clears throat> it was there, while we were talking, there was a earthquake in Ecuador, 5.0 near Ecuador. So it says near Ecuador, which is, I don't know exactly, it could be out in the water closest to Ecuador, so I don't exactly know um, what that is, but um and I say that in case the opportunity arises for any type of, you know, relief. Sometimes Samaritan's um, purse goes out or they, I don't know. So I'm not sure exactly what's happening in Ecuador or how close um, into land. Again, it just says near and I can't open my phone to get a, um, to get the latitude and longitude of where that is. But, um, but I just give that to the Lord as well. Is there anything else you want to share with us that, um, you know, how the Lord has grown you and brought fruit about in your own life as you've said yes to him, you know, over and over and over again? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I really want to share that I, for people, you know, when you open your heart and, and your mind and you, you accept the God's, you know, the Lord's calling on you, Know that um, you, there is many attacks that are going to come from it, but in those attacks, um, I have found the the closeness, the whew, um, it 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 has been a point in my life that where where I have probably found m- most weak, but also the most strength within the Lord, because He has. Um, definitely been walking with me every step of the way and so I really encourage people that even though you may have walls that may come up during what you feel God is calling you to do to not give up to just continue to pray and to continue to ask the Lord to open the doors and he will and and just continue to stay faithful and know that he's with you and that um of course, Satan's not happy that you're doing something for the Lord. So, you know, don't give up. Don't forget that he's, he's going to use you right where you are, even with all of our imperfections. He, he, knows, he, knows, all, he knows us from head to toe. So um, that would be my biggest encouragement is for people to know that you don't have to be strong to serve the Lord. In your weaknesses, he, he's your strength. Mm-hmm. Yes, very good. And so you have a couple of really awesome verses that are foundational for your ministry. Do you want to share any of those? Sure. Um, Isaiah forty-one seventeen is one that is huge for me. It's the poor and needy search for water, but there is none. Their tongues are parched with thirst, but I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. Another one is Isaiah 49, 6, where the Lord says, I will make you the light for the nations that my salvation may reach the end of the earth. And, um, you know, Psalm 82 says, defend the poor and the fatherless. 
do justice to the afflicted and needy, deliver the poor and needy, free them from the hand of the wicked. Uh, Proverbs 31, 8, 9, speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute, speak up and judge fairly, defend the rights of the poor and the needy. And one verse that is just very close to me and, and, and I continue it in my daily walk is just Psalm 4610, be still and know that I'm God. Um, through the process, through through everyday life, I think we just need to be still and, and hear his word and hear the Holy Spirit and put things aside in, in our crazy life that we all have um, I know that that God's with us every step of the way. Mhm. Mhm. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, it's funny when you were talking earlier just about how um, you know, coming up against walls but just keep moving forward and the Lord um, you know, protecting you and guiding you. I was thinking of Psalm 91. So I just want to read I'm going to read actually the first two verses and then I'm going to read um, there's 15 verses, so I'm going to read the first two, and I'm going to read the last two. But I just felt like the Lord maybe wanted me to share this with you. And sometimes, you know, uh, when the Lord has a word, so in the, even the foundational word of the Lord, um, in praying that word that he's not a man, that he should lie, and that he would come through for the poor and the needy and his light, you know, his desiring light to shine to the nations um, would increase. You know, so when we hear his heart in that and pray that back to him, you know, he's eager to fulfill that because we're trusting in him and we're, you know, trusting in his faithfulness. And um, it says his angels are released and do his bidding at the, at, at the sound of his word. So it is important that we speak his word is another reason why I had you do that. <laughs> so that's very establishing. <laughs> and uh, one of the reasons, too, why I even did the blog talk, i got to watch my time. Okay, we're almost near our end. But one of the reasons why I like to do the blog talk, well, there's different reasons when I began, but one reason why I really like is that um, the word says that the enemy is the prince of this air. And so I really like to come into in this air, which is, um, and just like put some static in his business, you know, and speaking forth the word of God (laughs) and shedding light. So um, it actually brings me great delight, and I love that it's recorded over and over again. So anytime everyone listens to it, it just keeps bringing it and bringing it and bringing it, you know. So um, here you go, Maria. May you be blessed by this, Psalm 91. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, reading from the Amplified, shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power... whose power no foe can withstand. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, on him I lean and rely, and in him I confidently trust. 14, because he has set his love upon me, therefore um, he will deliver you. He will set you on high because he knows and understands my name. Well, you know and understand his name. He has a personal knowledge of my mercy and love and kindness. And I really feel that is upon you. Um, I trust and relies on, on the Lord, knowing that you will never forsake him. No, never. You shall call upon the Lord and he will answer you and he will be with you in trouble. He will deliver you in honor and, and you will honor him with long life or he will honor you. I'm sorry, I'm changing the pronouns in it as I'm reading it for you. With long life will I satisfy him, Maria, and show her um, my salvation. So thank you, Lord. Just um, thank you for that, Lord. 
In Jesus' name, let me just pray. Lord, I thank you, Lord, as you lead her out in this next couple of weeks, Lord, that you would prepare her, Lord, um, and greatly, Lord, that great grace would be upon her, Father, and, Lord, um, that you would watch her going out and her coming in, Lord, and that you would just surround her with your mercy, Lord, and may she gain, continue to gain the knowledge and the depths and the understanding of your love and your mercy and your kindness and be a conduit of that wherever she goes, even in the airport and on her travels, Father, in Jesus' name. And we do pray um, for glow, Lord, and that we ourselves, Lord, and just remember that we are that light and when we go and love our world, Father, in Jesus' name. And for those who feel um, that they want to plant a seed unto glow, um, even on their own behalf, Lord, as they, as you would show them where they're to go and to be a light, if they plant a seed unto glow, Father, um, we just thank you that they would be obedient to that, Lord, and that they would honor you um, in the unctions of which um, you are preparing them for. I thank you that there was a, the process, you would complete the process um, in that, in Jesus' name. And even if, um, I don't know why I just thought of this, but if somebody just for this year, even if you just want to put the year before the Lord of being more outwardly focused and give, and this is, I had, I was not preparing to do this, but give even $20.17 or whatever that would be, or you could give your birth date or the year you were born unto glow as a dedication and an offering um, of yourself as well for him to speak to you to where you're to go um, for the year, then I just want to encourage someone because I, I don't, was not prepared to do that. So, Maria, could you pray for all of us uh, when we close? And let's see. Um, yes, just um, when I want to thank you um, for being with us today and sharing your heart. And um, we just bless you in every way, you and your household. We thank our listeners, too. I'm just going to close before you pray. Thank our listeners for joining with us. And share the broadcast, if you will, with a friend or family member. Or we'd love to hear from you as well, Maria, too, um, if you've heard and you were encouraged and the Lord touched you in some way and you want to honor him with that testimony, we'd love to hear from you. Um, Maria, whenever you're ready, go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord, I, I thank you so much for this day. Father God, I thank you for Unfolded Hearts Ministry and for Debbie, Lord God, and what you've put in her heart, Lord, um, to share. Father God, uh, today and every day, Lord, I pray that um, as as people hear you, Lord, that they know, Father, that wherever they are in their life, Lord, that you love them, that you accept them just the way they are, Lord, that your grace and mercy is above all things, Father God, that um, the, that they can help just by speaking and, and obviously by praying, Father God, um, that people just really get closer and closer to you, Lord, and so that they can share their love um through you, Father God, and so that others can get to know you, Lord, and um, that ultimately, Father God, that everything be done for your glory, Lord. I pray this in your son Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you and blessings um, blessings on you um, for coming and sharing and blessings on our listeners um, for listening. We consider it an honor. Um, So bless you. Thank you. Thank you.